Hey, you're listening to the Church Planters Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Floro. Thank you for tuning in today, wherever you're listening. Uh, In today's episode, we interview Ray Kistemaker. Ray is a co-founder of Sunday Sites. They design custom websites for church plants and do so with excellence. And in this interview, Ray is going to give some really practical tips on how to stand out online. And she's going to talk through SEO. She's going to talk through uh, how to lay out each page. Uh, Just give us a ton of information that's going to be really easily applicable uh, for wherever you're at in the church planting journey. So I know you're going to enjoy this interview. Ray is an incredible person and was just an absolute delight to talk to. But before we jump into that interview, I want to remind you that if you've not done so already, make sure you join our Facebook community. Just search Church Planters Community, and we'd love for you to be a part of our uh, daily conversations regarding church planting. And then also hit subscribe and leave a rating or review. And that really helps us get the word out about this podcast to help as many church planters as possible. Well, with that said, let's jump into our interview now with Ray Kistemaker. Well, hey, we have Ray Kistemaker on the Church Planners Podcast now. And Ray, let me let me start with this very important first question. Um, you live on a sailboat. Is that true? That is true. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, what is that like? I know that we'll get into website stuff here in a minute, but... I'm fascinated with that. So how did that happen? And what is that like? Yeah, so my husband and I have always been interested in living in a tiny house. And we took an RV trip um, together. And we're like, wow, we love this. We went across the country from Florida to California down to Baja. Um, and we're, we love surfing and water sports. And we loved spending time in the RV together. And so we said, hey, let's do this in a boat so we can be on the water all the time. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and our mutual connection is through the church of 1122 in Jacksonville, Florida. And one of the things, when I think about you, one of the things I think about is something that the pastor there, Joby Martin, what he says all the time is if you're going to live somewhere, you may as well live somewhere. Awesome. Yes. So I think about that <laughs> and I think about you and I go, man, that would be incredible to live on a boat and, uh, and then just go to the Bahamas whenever you want. <laughs> right. You just, Sail there. Well, that's awesome. Um, I want to talk about user experience. I want to talk about SEO and what all of those things mean. We'll get into all of that. Uh, but before we jump, jump into that, I want to hear about Sunday Sites, your your business that you you have, that you founded, and, uh, and how that came to be. Because it's a really unique story specifically uh, in regards to church planting. And, and so how did all of that happen uh, for you guys to, to launch Sunday Sites? Absolutely. So during the pandemic, um, there were a lot of churches that were, you know, still planting and they needed websites and which I thought was incredible. And so I'm a part of the church of 1122 and some of my mutual connections through that church said, you know, Hey, we have churches reaching out to us. They need websites. They've asked, you know, is there anyone that's a part of 1122 that can help us with this? And so my day job, I'm a UX UI designer, which means I design websites and apps. Um, And I heard about this opportunity and I said, absolutely, I would love to help 1122 help these other churches um, to plant in different places across the U.S. And so we did 
um, a couple of those. It was called a digital mission trip. We think it was the first of its kind. <laughs> we were not sure. But, I've never uh, heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't either. So I was a part of a digital mission trip and I was a part of a team of people that basically designed websites for, for churches that needed it. Um, and after that experience, um, one of my uh, partners in that, Maria, we said, hey, like we should keep doing this. Can I wonder if we could make a business out of this because we still, we felt like we felt called to turn our day jobs into something like what became Sunday sites. So we designed these custom websites made specifically for churches. And our goal is really to help you reach your community and just spread the good news of Jesus through your online presence. And so we turned those digital mission trips into a real business because we felt like if we turned it into a business, we could do it more sustain- sustainably for, for longer. Well, that is incredible. And uh, kudos for you for thinking outside of the box with the digital mission trip. I know uh, many of our church planners have church partners um, all over the place that help support and fund their ministry. And a lot of times we think about that partnership only being either financial, sending money over, uh, or mission teams coming in. I think your story and, and the way that they thought with 1122 uh, gives us a, a totally different perspective on on how partnership can be because um, churches have people that are skilled and um, able to do this stuff in the in the secular world, if you will. Um, but uh, but you're able to take those talents and those abilities and apply them to the mission of God. I think that's absolutely incredible uh, how you guys did that. Ray, why don't you share a little bit about Sunday Sites and what you do and how you support church planters? Absolutely. So we design custom websites made specifically for churches. And really, our goal is to help you reach your community and spread the good news of Jesus Christ through your online presence. So professionally, I'm a UX UI designer. And I can talk a little bit more about what that means. And then my co-founder, Maria, is a professional in digital marketing and copywriting. So why don't you share a little bit more about what those words mean? Because like I hear UX designer, it sounds really fancy. User experience design. UX UI design stands for user experience and user interface. And there's really a lot that goes into this, this field. So the first thing I do when I make a website is I want to understand the people that will be visiting a website. So that is the user experience, really having the background of who the community is. Um, so for a church, this means talking to people in your community to understand, you know, what's important to them. Do they already have a relationship with God? Do they have a positive or negative view of churches or church planting? Um, so really, like at Sunday sites, we ask a whole series of questions like this to get a really good understanding of how to communicate on your website in a way that's authentic to your church and really welcoming to your community. If I could jump in real quick, I think that's awesome because so many people that um, do what you do, they'll, they'll have like a template. Uh, this is our church planting website. And uh, what it sounds like is you guys are really intentional um, to have unique websites for every church that you work with. Exactly. And that's, that's really awesome. what I recommend. That's what I recommend to pastors um, that are making a website themselves too, is really understanding what their key messaging is for their community so that they can um yeah, just be able to bring the community into their own personal brand and church um, messaging. Right. Let me ask you this about user experience. When uh, when you're laying out a page, what are you thinking about to help the the person searching your website navigate that web page? 
Yeah, so intuitive navigation is key in user experience design. Um, so when someone visits your website, they have some type of particular goal in mind, and we want to just make it sh- make sure it's easy for them to find that information that they're looking for. Um, so I talked a little bit about the homepage and the calls to action, which could be um, that you need volunteers or you're trying to um, get your community more involved with your church. Um, and so having those um, called out in, in key buttons and then having them flow to a page that makes sense um, for your visitor is, is critical because if you can imagine clicking on a button and it takes you to a page and you have no idea where it took you, you're lost, um, and then you might leave the website instead of further engaging and maybe signing up or trying to get more information about your church. Um, so really the first part too is before you start actually putting content into your website, just take a notebook and lay out the flow and, and, and the layout of your page and the flow of that navigation. So this is something, it's an exercise that we do in user experience design, and it's kind of hard to do without some type of visual. Um, but if you can imagine, I'm um, just having a simple box that says homepage and then all of those buttons and links that are on that homepage, and then drawing an arrow to another box. And that would signify another page. And, you know, what does that page include? And making sure that when you go through your website, it's taking you in a direction and a flow that that makes sense. Um, This is all about helping your, your visitors find the information they need in the most efficient way that they can. Well, hey, let me ask you a couple of questions because the majority of our listeners that are that are plugging in right now um, don't have big budgets, aren't able to hire, or think I'll just say that think they're not able to hire um, a, a, an agency like Sunday Sites to come in and do their website. So the, many of them are are utilizing platforms from Wix or Squarespace or WordPress. That are, that are templates that they're trying to plug in information. And mm-hmm. so I want to speak specifically to them as they're thinking through uh, what needs to go on their website. When you have that first page, that landing page, what are you thinking through and what are you thinking about um, that's important for that front page? So the homepage needs to be extremely clear. You need to tell your community what you do. So in this case, your church and why your community should go there. So that's where you really need to hone in on that key messaging to set your your church um, and your mission apart from others. That homepage experience, it really depends on the stage of your business. Mm -hmm. So in the case of a church, if you're a new church, um, you'll have to assess those immediate goals. Do you need volunteers? Are you trying to generate more interest around your launch? Um, You have to ask yourself these questions and then eventually that content should appear on your homepage, um, whatever those needs are. And then eventually you get to a point where maybe you just want to get more people in your community coming through your doors once you're at that point. So really making sure your homepage explains, you know, what you are and why people should go there. And then including those links out to other pages um, that answer those goals like volunteers or, you know, other, other aspects of your church planting. One of the things that, that I've seen with websites, you can have a beautiful website. You can have a, a website that in your mind is very, very functional, but you don't see the traffic come in that you would hope. And, and so what are some ways that church planters and pastors and churches 
can really generate traffic um, without having to do a ton of extra work. So there's like a, there's a few different ways um, to really maximize your website. Um, and this might be a good time to really start talking about SEO, um, which yeah. means search engine optimization. Um, so search engines like Google, they use algorithms to help people uh, find answers easily. And so this happens through SEO, search engine optimization. And there's actually a lot you can do to optimize your website and get more traffic going there. Um, so you can use... Um, Image alt tags, that's written copy that describes images. You can use page descriptions. You can use the proper headers. And really including all of the important information that people are looking for helps them to find your website and also helps Google to promote your website. Um, if you're not even looking to do any type of like Google ads, like these are some things you can do that are, that are free. Um, mm -hmm. So those all happen sort of on the back end when creating a website. So with SEO, is that specifically like like using some of those keywords that people are gonna are gonna search for in the Google tab? Is that exactly is that what you're talking about? Okay, cool. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so this also means for you know existing churches, including things um, on your website that um, balances what existing members are trying to look for, and also information that welcomes new members. Um, so we really tell our churches, like, make sure those service times and your address are easy to find because mm -hmm. oftentimes when people are visiting a church, that's the one thing they want to see. And um, if they're Googling that, your church is, your website's more likely to appear on that first page. When we were putting our website together, I was going through a ton of other church websites and just trying to get ideas and thinking through how we would want to lay it out there. And then I would always look at like the staff page. I don't know if that's just me being a, uh, being in ministry or if that's just something generally people look at. Um, but I felt like that staff page was really, really important. Um, just because I would look at it and I think would I fit in with this church? Um, would, would, would I connect with these people if I just met them, you know, hanging out at the park? Um, and so I felt like that was really, really important. Like you said, can that person see themselves coming to that church? If you live in a mountainous place and hiking and biking are really important to those people, and that's something that you share with them, maybe that's something you would include on your bio. It just depends on what's important to your community and maybe including things that your community can relate to. And oftentimes, you know, going to that staff page can reveal a lot about the, the type of community you're trying to build. Would you share a little bit for for those pastors and church planters who, who might think, man, this this is really helpful, and I need to I need to work through this process a little bit more? Would you share a little bit more about what that Sunday site process looks like for the, the church planter? Absolutely, yeah. So we we like to dive in one on one with our pastors. So we do one on one interviews with every pastor just to learn more about their community. And that way we can recommend the features that we can include in your website design. And um, after that initial discovery phase, that's when we dive into that user experience process. And we map out the entire flow through the website and make sure that um, we're being authentic to your brand, your mission, but we're also reaching out to the community in a way that feels authentic to them as well. Um, and at the end of our process, once we deliver that initial website package, um, we include tutorials for the pastor and their launch team. And that really empowers you to, you know, edit your own website yourself once we uh, deliver that initial design. And that is something that also sets us apart from other agencies 
is, you know, not only are we experts in our respective fields with UX design and digital marketing, um, we're Jesus lovers, which I think um, is extremely important for pastors to be working with the design company that understands that mission. Um, and then also the, the, the piece that empowers you to continue on with your website and grow as your, as your church grows um, is really important to us as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I, I think one of the things that I really appreciated was it, it was a good balance of, I don't know, return on investment, I guess, with, with my time in that I didn't have a whole lot of time to devote to this. Um, but the times where we met, I always felt like you guys were very intentional with that time. And you guys asked very specific questions that really helped me, honestly, as I um, am just continually thinking about the community where we're planting and, and what is going to be uh, most impactful. So um, I appreciated that. And then I also appreciated that along with a website, you guys put together uh, all of the branding as well. And so logos and typefaces and all of that made it really, really easy to translate. So like I took the colors that you guys gave us and the, the uh, logos that you guys gave us, dropped all of that into Canva. And, uh, and I was able to have just really consistent posts on social media and anything we put out was just able to be really, really consistent that, that I felt like was a really nice touch from you guys. So kudos to you for <laughs> that. So Ray, this has all been incredible. What's the best way for somebody to connect with you and Sunday Sites and maybe get a consultation and talk through their needs? They can go to sundaysites.com. It's sunday-sites.com. And they can request a quote and one a member of our team can reach out to them. Well, the website sunday-sites.com. We'll include that in the show notes. Ray, thank you so much for joining us on the Church Planners Podcast. Thank you for all you do. Thank you so much for having me, Jordan. Man, what a fun interview with Ray Kistemaker. Isn't she just awesome? Just an incredible person. Uh, so much that I am taking from that interview as I think about website design and uh, layouts and all of those things that uh, she spoke to were, were super helpful. Really processing through just the, you know, what it could mean for, for church plants is, is that idea of a digital mission trip. I think that that was fascinating. And, and especially when you think about um, all of the things that, that people are doing remote right now, and that just opens the floodgates of opportunity uh, for, for how churches can partner with you. And, and so, uh, you know, there, there's this, this idea that you can have a, a virtual assistant. I mean, that's totally something somebody could do remotely that's a church planning partner that says, man, I want to live missionally, and this is a way that I can do that, that would actually be practical help Um you know, as good as money, right? We, we could hire a virtual assistant to do a lot of that administrative work, um, but this is something that a, that a church partner could do. So many implications that can come from, from thinking through that, uh, that different way of partnership. I think that's fascinating. Uh, but thank you so much for jumping on and listening to the Church Planters podcast. Again, if you've not done so, hit subscribe, leave a rating and review, and definitely jump in and join our Facebook community, the Church Planters community. You can search for that, and we'd love to have you as part of our daily conversation around church planting. 
Well, that's all the time we have today. You've been listening to the Church Planters Podcast. We'll see you next week.